0: Oh, it's too hot up in here, dog. It's fire. Listen, Jay, so all of that that we talked about is good, but there's something that's troubling that's bad. And that's what's going on in NCAA football. It's really troubling right now because we've got conferences. We've got those who are dropping out. We've got teams saying they want to come out of certain conferences. So right now, let me ask, what are your thoughts, especially on the MAC conference? What are your thoughts on football counseling some parts in some conferences, counseling their season up to this point?
1: Will somebody take the wheel of the NCAA bus? Will somebody just grab the wheel and drive the NCAA right now? I thought they were the governing body for football. That's what I thought. But you got conferences out here, Willie and Nilly and they uh, we're gonna play, we ain't gonna play. The Ivy League was the first one out the door talking about they weren't gonna play. And now you got all these other companies. Who are you gonna play against now? Who we going we gonna go and play against some teams with the with the little Northwest and East Sashae State down by 45th Street. That's all in the title of the school. You know
0: what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait a minute, down by 45th Street's in the title
1: of the school? That's right, because you can't find it any other way. You know what I'm saying? If you go to 46, you're going to drive past it. (laughs) Look, let me tell you, who they going to play? Who they going to play? And I know Trevor Lawrence got up there recently talking about, hey, we all want to play. We all want y'all to play, but safely. Mm -hmm. You know, so my whole thing with the MAC conference and all these other uh, conferences right now who are hedging back and forth about playing, the problem is they're all just trying to wait it out. Mm -hmm. They're all just trying to wait out, see if there's going to be, you know, if if, uh, Mr. Putin over there, Vladimir is going to make his vaccine available for all the NCAA players and 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 president Trump is going to say everyone must take it in the NCAA football so we can have a a, a season is it going to be something going on like that other than that like I said before I've been saying it now for three or four weeks ain't no playing going on the only people that are going to play possibly are the pros and I don't know how NFL football is going to make it I'm surprised baseball's made it this far but getting back to the original question, These guys are the Metcalfers, everybody else. They're just waiting it out. There's no way they're going to play. They're not going to play.
0: So is this a situation where ADs are stepping in and saving the players and the coaches from themselves by counseling this? Or is this seriously a public health issue for the universities and they're trying to take precautions to keep players and students
1: safe on campus? The biggest problem they're trying to do is keep the doors open at the university, Football is a big moneymaker for these big schools. That's how you get an extra lab being built. That's how you get all these other things there because of football. With football not being played and possibly not being played in 2021. Look, let me tell you something. This thing ain't just going to magically go poof here when the wintertime comes up. So you might look up again and you have another season lost next year. And you now have another revenue stream. Right now, you got these these um, um, heads of these universities don't want to be the one who gets blamed for certain uh, areas of the university getting shut down, parts of the university not being able to pay their staff, a lot of situ- endowments not coming in because a lot of money that comes in is because of the football players and because of the football teams and the alumni supporting these teams. That's why the alum. That's why the NCAA had to really legislate the alumni out of the recruiting process for the players because they would slide a few dollars there and a few dollars here to make sure they came to their school because they wanted to have bragging rights. Now those bragging rights aren't there. This is a dark day for the NCAA. Let me tell you for a fact and I'm looking right now and I'm going to be the, I don't know if I'm going to be the first one to say it, but I'm going to be the one to say it. It's very possible they don't play in in the fall of 2021.
0: I Wow, bro. It's amazing that we're here. But again, this is a public Christ health issue that we're here for. This isn't like we're just not playing, just not to play. And we've talked about it. We've talked about it on different shows and we've we've continually, and I think we beat the drum the same way. It is that you've got a situation where players may not be able to play. And professionally, you're gonna have a lot of young people who are not professionally ready to go into the, to the professional ranks because they haven't had the reps. They haven't had the time. But this is also a time for young people to build. This is a time for you to get your skills in order. This is a time for you really to grow and show who who and what you are as a player. So to that degree, I do understand. But okay, let's walk this out. For a few minutes, let's ask ourselves, what will happen if college athletics, specifically baseball and basketball, if they are not able to play until
1: the spring of 2022? What would happen then? I want to say this. There might be some universities that that stop playing the sport because they won't have the money to fill teams for whatever reason. Really, I think it's going to be a blip in the time frame of the sports. I think we're just going to look at it at one point in time. Major League Baseball stopped playing for three years during the war. Mm -hmm. They stopped playing. That's why the Women's Professional Baseball League was established. So we've had stoppages. And once everything got back going again, they started playing. So could could NCAA football and basketball not play without fans for two years? Sure, they could. Will that end uh, collegiate college sports as we know it? No. They'll be right back out playing because there's always a batch of kids ready to play football. The people who are getting screwed over a little bit and it's not their fault right now, is are those, those juniors and seniors in high school, those uh, freshmen and sophomores in college, or actually the seniors in college, um, there are going to be some schools that are going to say, hey, look, uh, we're not going to give you a fifth year. We're going to roll you out. We don't have enough scholarships. We only have 59. You're our 62nd guy because you you would have been out of here this year, and you're not. You can come and play um, uh, uh, maybe as a fifth year student, but you're going to have to pay your way to go to school here. So it's a situation. Is is this is this hurtful now? Yeah. Is it in the long term? Is this going to be really hurtful? I don't think so. I think all these sports are going to recover. Um, just like they already recovered in the past, but I think right now we are going to see a little bit of uh, more organized, especially with the young people in the NCAA sports. You might even see them start to form a union. But how are you going to form a union? Who's going to lead that union? You know what I'm saying? Uh, how, how are they going to do that? How are you going to How are you going to get these players paid? You know, for their for their likeness. You know, one one guy on the team is going to be making. 400000 dollars because he's the running back with the with the poster out there. But the second string offensive lineman now who's coming in to have a start, cause the starter went down and he's barely got meal money for the weekend. His his meal ticket is running out. He's got twelve dollars to make the weekend, but the other guy's getting paid four hundred gram. I don't know how they're gonna do it.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a real sticky situation and it's going to have some ebbs and flows. But I think we'll be able to get through it and get to the other side once public health. Is back on fair ground and not shaky ground. But before we leave, we want to give a shout out and a memorial to WWE legend Kamala who passed. Jay, what were your thoughts about Kamala and his legacy as an athlete in the WWE?
1: You know, he's, he's he's one of those really big guys who are just quick and fast. You know, he was portrayed as the African savage which I really didn't like. He went back home. He had some health issues. I know he had uh, problems with diabetes and both of his legs were removed at some point in time, but from what I understand from everybody talking about him that hey they really enjoyed working with him he was a great guy um I just think he was one of those guys, uh like the w w e does they they exploit people and they had a tendency in my opinion to take black athletes um into the w w e and they sort of pigeonhole him in a negative uh, in a negative way and some people say, oh well, what about the rock? well the rock wasn't exactly a black athlete you know what I'm saying so uh, but, but, but Kamala himself, it was just an interesting guy. It was interesting during that period of time. I'm always amazed at how well wrestling does. So absolutely amazing, but you know, may it may rest in peace. And, uh, he, he did great work while he was in the, uh, professional wrestling.
0: Yeah. And so that we're just making sure that we're always giving you the information, Kamala, the wrestler named James Harris. Was a wonderful wrestler and and really broke some barriers as an African-American wrestler. And most people don't understand. He was 70. So he'd been in the, the ring and done things around. So he'd been around, I think his debut, I believe, was in 1978. So he's been been around around a while, yeah. Yeah, he's been around. And again, I don't think, you know, when it came to gimmick battles and and gimmicks and titles that they had, don't think it was the best or the most politically correct naming. But I think it was something that, as a part of history, when we talk about history, he was one of those people who, you know, you had some type of history and legacy and what sports would be in African Americans, Melanated, and women who have played the sport. So that's something that we can talk about and blessings to he and his family and to those who have suffered the loss of him. So we just want to send our shouts out to the family and our condolences. But look, man, you know, it's about that time. It's time for you to leave Jay Sizzle's hot sizzle take of the moment.
1: Look, man, we all been stuck in the house. We all been stuck in the house. You know what I'm saying? And we try to get creative out here on the grill. But let me tell you something, man. Do not start your fire on your grill with gasoline. Don't do it. Cause you ran out a lot of fluid, cause you've been using a lot of it. Don't do
0: it. Yeah. It, that that now that. That's real. That's real. Don't don't do the, the the grill gas thing and then you burn up your whole complex.
1: Right, you burn up the whole house because then you can sit up there and look like, now that's a fire. You know what I'm saying? Doing the Charlie Murphy thing. So- <laughs> hey, don't do it. All right,
0: man. So we got to get ready to get out of here. But listen, let me tell you something. If you're not following us on any social media platform, shame on you. You can find us at Iron Skillet Sports. He's Jay Sizzle. I'm G Sizzle. And you know what we're getting ready to do. We got to get out of here. But hey, until the next time, remember to keep it hot. Remember to keep it fire because you're listening to The Sizzle, the hottest sports talk in the 219. We are out. Listening to the Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television.
1: CNA Auto Repair and Towing, 93 East Bain Street, Chicago Heights, Illinois. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 30 p.m. Saturdays, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Call 708-758-2855. Complete auto and collision repair at CNA Auto.
0: The Scent For You. Experience the region's best place for fragrances, body oils, shea butter, and African black soap. Visit them at either of their two locations at the Savemore Plaza, 921 Broadway, or Fresh County Market, 2550 Arthur Street, both in Gary, Indiana. Give them a call at area code 219-512-4753. The Scent For You, the number one source for premium great fragrances. Also look for them at thescentforyou.com. You're listening to The Sizzle, the talk of the 219, the hottest sports talk in the region, on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. Thank you for listening to The Sizzle, here on Iron Skillet Radio.